How's it going tonight, everybody? We are Run the Real featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And we are back, and we're going to do this recording in one cut, right, TV? <laughs> it's very ambitious, but it just might work. Finally, our uh, hard work average results... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to pay off. <laughs> and cheap, right? Yeah, and cheap. Free, even. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to elevate ourselves to one cut this time. Oh, yeah. But uh, I don't think we're going to hit the 30-minute time frame. <laughs> we we like to go over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, we, we watched a movie. So this is for our Halloween series, the second movie. And... um. Yeah, so I'm just going to say right off the bat, uh, any listeners who are curious about this, um, I would say if you haven't seen it yet, you should probably watch it because, yeah, I don't know. I think that some weird stuff in there that I think is meant to surprise you. So We can't discuss it without talking about it, so you should go watch it and then come <laughs> back. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, this is definitely not very scary. It's not scary. It is not even really a horror film. So, you know, oops, <laughs> goes pretty good in our Halloween series, guys. But basically what it is, is um, it's about a film crew filming a 30-minute segment for TV about zombies in one cut. A little short film. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting how they do it, though. It's Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that's the gist, but the uh, movie is presented to you in a way that you don't expect that. Because they show you the actual finished uh, production first. And it is, you know, 30 minutes with... It, is that all one cut? It is. They did the whole... It, it's actually 37 minutes. And it is one long take. They didn't cut it. Okay, that's what I was thinking. But I wasn't for sure. Because there is a couple spots where they could have cut. That I was watching when it just kept going. And going at the start, I was like, they're going to do this all in one cut. Because one cut of the dead. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was pretty surprised. I knew nothing about this movie. Me neither. I just heard it was good. That's it. Yeah. It's weird, though. Yeah, because it's funny. Yeah, I paused it when it, like the credits started rolling the first time. I was like, what? That's it? That seemed like it was really fast. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, we still have like an hour and 10 minutes left in this thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is this movie? Yeah. So I guess the, the structure of it is, like we said, they're making this movie and it starts out with the, the finished film and it's like kind of a found footage thing. It's all from the handheld cam or whatever. And then once it's done, it switches back to traditional filmmaking and talks about the director getting the contract or whatever to make this film for a new television channel they're launching and then it goes about how he gets all his actors and actresses gathered up and then it goes back through the film again but kind of like a behind the scenes thing so you can see all the crazy stuff they had to do to make it work it was funny because I was watching, you know, the 30-minute segment, they, the completed product, and I was like, well, this is kind of a weird choice, but okay, you know, I think it's like, okay, it's just a little quirky, a little low budget, you know, but I was digging it, but then the second half of the movie is like, explains why all these things are the way they are, and it's like, oh, okay, like, it's, it, it's kind of a cool reveal. There's some real goofy stuff there, like the zombie who, you come to find out, he's just 
completely wasted off like a <laughs> bottle of sake or something. But when when he shows up in the first uh, like thirty minutes, he does these weird poses as the zombie. <laughs> yeah, man, I was loving that. I was loving it too. I was like, this is my favorite zombie. Yeah. <laughs> like he just does weird stuff. He's like, and his arms are above his head, like waving around. Yeah, couldn't find out. He's just like passed out, drunk, and the director's like carrying him around and making it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he throws up on that guy, he was actually. Throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> that was so gross. Yeah. It seemed very relatable to like uh, film projects that people do, especially like in college or something. Cause, I, yeah. <laughs> well, Fox and Terry, you guys did uh, media as your major. And mm-hmm. so you had to interact with this stuff and you had to have like actors and stuff. And it just seemed kind of like that where the actors are unruly, don't want to yeah. do what they're supposed to. Yeah. That's the parallels I was drawing. Yeah, it is pretty relatable in that sense where yeah, you're working with people on this, like, oh, just a mess. It just feels like constant chaos, you know? You're just like, oh, jeez. Like, <laughs> just pull through. I mean, I, I can think of instances where I'm like the unruly actor, too, you know? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very much, it feels like a low budget production. Almost, yeah, college level thing, which is kind of fun. Yeah, it kind of gives an insight to to if it's going this bad and unruly and chaotic at this level of production, what's it like at, you know, like a big studio production? Because <laughs> this is just a small team where most of the people are related to each other. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, they all know each other and the people they don't know yeah, are kind of weird and not approachable at all like (laughs) argumentative yeah it was fun i did not expect where this was going at all i actually had a lot of fun watching all the behind the scenes stuff that was going on it's almost wholesome like (laughs) yes (laughs) it is very wholesome goes from like yeah a zombie movie to like yeah this very wholesome a team coming together to pull off this very ambitious crazy project and it, they, yeah, it's kind of nice. It's kind of warm and fuzzy feeling, which I did not expect to feel from this movie at all. It's inspiring. How they interweave it together is just ingenious. Because like you see all the actors do their parts in the in the main film, and then when you get to the behind the scenes stuff, you get to see why they're interacting that way. Not just because stuff is going wrong, but you're getting the actual emotions from the um stress on set that's coming out in the, the movie where they're live broadcasting it and it's just it's cool it just makes it all come together really well and in a neat way that i haven't seen very often before they had an answer to every like complaint i was kind of you know i was going with it the, the zombie stuff but i was like this feels like a little weird you know a little quirky when they're like you know sitting awkwardly and talking about hobbies and stuff i was like this is funny but it just seems weird, you know? And then it's like, but every single thing that I was like, wow, like, okay, I feel a little weird about that. And then they explain almost everything away that I had a question about. It's just like, yeah, like they just stripped away all my problems of us. Just like, wow, okay, you covered your bases here. It's cool. It's cool to de- like, you see them deconstruct it from behind the scenes. Yeah. It's always some crazy thing that's going on too in the background. That you wouldn't expect. And it it makes it really funny, too, at the same time. Like, I was laughing a lot when they actually got the... Uh, we're doing the behind-the-scenes portion. 
It's just all the crazy stuff they had to deal with. <laughs> it's nuts. I did appreciate how they addressed, like, every little thing from the beginning, because, I mean, like, you know, like, I felt like the description of this movie on, like, Wikipedia and IMDb was, like, a film crew filming a movie about zombies discovers that the zombies may not be fake or whatever. And then all the reviews were like, yeah, the beginning's kind of rocky, but then it really takes off in the latter half, and it's so funny and good, and I was like, oh, yeah. But then we started watching it, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, this is horrible. Like, <laughs> what's going on here? Is this the whole movie? Is this how the whole thing is? But they bring it back around. They really do. For sure, yeah. It's just cool because it's like they show that they know how to make a good movie. And it's cool because it shows it's like a maybe not completely realistic look, but it's a a cool look at like all the problems and stress that go on behind um behind the camera when you're doing a movie project. So especially doing it in one take. Dear God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no joke. That's nuts. Here's a logistical thing like i guess couldn't they just record it beforehand and air it why does it have to be live like <laughs> they're saving on production costs i guess so. he's cheap and fast and average yeah <laughs> it's kind of funny that's like you know you could have saved yourselves a lot of pain by just <laughs> doing this beforehand but it is funny i do like it the fact that it's live because it's just like hearing the commentary of the producers as they're watching it yeah. <laughs> i did like all the like individual characters for the most part the family the core three the family is especially pretty amusing entertaining yeah the mom is so cool <laughs> she's cracking me up because they're like hinting at why she's like retired or whatever, and they're like, "Why is she? She's supposedly she's like it makes them sound like she's a really good actress, you know." But finally, you see why she too good. Of, she snaps <laughs> in the middle of the film. Yeah, it's like, uh oh, <laughs> adds a little bit more stakes to the to the movie when you see like, oh, she's lost herself and she actually has a knife and is chasing the actress. <laughs> I mean, I was so concerned she was gonna murder somebody. Like in the end. I like the director a lot, too. I liked his kind of, like, arc, I guess, where <laughs> he kind of becomes a little more assertive in his role as a director. He's actually, like, cares about what he's making for once, too. <laughs> it, it, it's just so good on so many levels because all this weird stuff, when you're watching it for the, like, you're just watching it and don't know what's going on in the background, it's just nuts. You're like... This guy's gone completely insane. But no, he's just trying to keep the drunk zombie <laughs> going because they don't have anyone else. <laughs> yes, it is crazy. I just, yeah, that's like the part that just blew my mind, honestly. Yeah, just, I was like keeping notes in my head like, uh, 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 you know, like this is weird, this is weird, this is weird, this is weird. It's like just unchecking all the boxes I had just checked in my brain. Like, oh, I see. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. It's all planned. It's per like, it's just really interesting. I've never seen a movie like this before. And it's, it's like when I was watching it, I was never a hundred percent sure if like they actually were zombies or if the director and like some of the people were in on the, um, in on it to try and get the leads to act better or something <laughs> so it's it's really cool it's got a lot of layers that keep you guessing which is surprising when you see the 
quality of that first of the 37 (laughs) minute long take though it is impressive still that they were able to do it in 37 minutes regardless of how the end product turned out which is part of the i guess commentary of the movie too (laughs) i mean i'll be honest i was actually still enjoying the first like 30 minutes I was like, this is weird, you know, and it's very jumbled, but I was like, it's kind of fun, you know, it's got a weird energy to it. There's yeah. some stuff I'm questioning, <laughs> but like, I was uh, perfectly okay to have that be the whole movie, but then it cuts and I'm like, huh? I almost was kind of mad at first. It was such a sudden shift, like, oh man, I had to get back in the right headspace, but it did sell me on it. Yeah, I've seen other movies that do this kind of stuff before, but definitely not as well as this one does. Basically where it's like you get to see the same situation from different uh, perspectives. But this is like the best way to do it, I think. There's a lot of movies that show like one situation and um, then they'll play it back and show you the situation from a different person's standpoint to see what they saw. Mostly like mystery stuff. I've seen some of those. Yeah, you don't. I, yeah, I'm trying to like in a horror film. I don't really think I've seen this at all. Maybe I guess like what? What's that? There's an Insidious movie that does that, where it kind of like shifts and then suddenly we're seeing it from different eyes. I guess, but oh, in the second one, you kind of see the first one from a different perspective. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It's such a like an interesting surprise. I think is what really it is. I don't know. It's just crazy. I, it, that really did. I, that's like the biggest thing about this movie for me. And there's so much more meaning to it. It's like in this one, it's integral to everything that's going on. And they explore, like like you said earlier, like why the <laughs> the goofs in the actual product, why they're there. And you get the understanding for why it's there. And it's funny. And it's like, it's like you're there with them when they're making the movie. Yeah, you're like rooting for him. Like you want this low budget zombie film to succeed. Like even though you saw it and you're like, yeah, it wasn't that great, but <laughs> 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 you still want him to do it because it's it's cool. They're ushering in a new television station, and this is the first thing the the director's never done anything like it before. All the characters are developed well enough that. You want them to succeed. It's just, yeah, it's it's really cool. I am just sad that there weren't actually zombies, man. I've been having a zombie fix lately, <laughs> or I need to watch zombie movies. And I mean, I got them kind of, but <laughs> just isn't the same, you know. <laughs> you got drunk zombie. Yeah, when it's revealed, he's just drunk. <laughs> zombie with the uh, bowel issues. <laughs> oh man, that guy cracked me up too. Him trying to like sneak away during the the recording. <laughs> It's like, where are you going? I kept watching him during the actual film, and he's like, when all this stuff's going on, he's just sitting on that crate, just looking down, and I'm like, this guy's not phased by any of this. That's what I thought. I was like, yeah, the boom guy doesn't care at all. He just tries to walk out and leave. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. I like how at the very ending credits of this movie, the second set, I guess, of credits, they show how they actually filmed it. So it was like, you get to see the one cut production, then you get to see their um, like stylized filming of the behind the scenes, and then you get to see how they actually filmed it in certain sequences. 
It's like Inception. <laughs> like we were so deep in the perspective. <laughs> There's two more layers. And it's so cool because it's like right then is when you realize these maniacs really did do it in one take. <laughs> I saw on IMDb that it was like the last part of like an acting class. So like, yeah, most of the actors like paid to be in it and we're all like unknowns, like, yeah, not famous at all. Well, they should be now because they all did awesome in this. They do do a really good job. Because they had, they had to act like not bad, but not like great for the film. And then they have to turn it all around. And they, they all have so many roles to fill in just this one movie. Yeah, I feel like like an actor playing an actor would be really hard to do, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone does good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, because I assume that, yeah, the, the guy who's playing the zombie was like going to be nice, like the main character, the love interest, I guess. He's like, he's like, oh, he seems so nice in the sh the movie. But then, yeah, behind the scenes, he's just like terrible. He's like the most famous one there. Feels like it's a waste of his time. And <laughs> he's always questioning the script. They turn like all your expectations on your head. They do, which I guess I don't know anything about like TV culture in Japan. Yeah, I mean, either. I like, do they really have channels that are just like terrible found footage films? The zombie channel? Yeah. Just zombies. <laughs> There's so many channels out there today anyways. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past anybody to have a zombie channel or a found footage channel. <laughs> yeah, there's enough zombie movies. You could probably pull that off. Well, yeah, because zombie movies are just such an easy genre to do. You just have to paint some guys up and be like, okay, you either run fast and salivate or you walk slow and... I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't um I read the trivia for this a while ago when I watched it, but uh this movie was made super cheap, right? And they made a lot of money off of it. Yep. In keeping with found footage films. <laughs> so yeah, zombie movies are that way. Well, horror in general is that way. That's why there's so many crappy horror movies is because they can make them cheap and people will watch them no matter what. You will, somebody will watch it. Even if it's junk. And so it's a low investment, high reward uh, movie most of the time. And if it becomes something big like Paranormal Activity, those movies made insane money for cheap. Dirt cheap. So it, it is nice to see one of these movies that was made for super cheap that is actually good. But it's not really a scary movie. It's like... Where where would you even put this movie? Uh, like a comedy, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Comedy horror. That's what IMDb says. No, I don't know what how I would label this. It's kind of defies genres. Kind of tempted to say like a dramedy or something. Yeah, they say multiple times in the film he's making a drama, so maybe a drama or a dramedy. <laughs> Because it does get pretty dramatic, even though, like, <laughs> the first 37 minutes of the movie are just a movie. <laughs> it's all about, yeah, the personal connections and stuff. It It's just so clever how they're able to pull it off and pull it off extremely well. <laughs> it kind of blows my mind. Well, I guess they probably had, like, complete creative control over this, and they're doing something that's different. It, it it's something indie. It's an indie project that they're passionate about. Well, and there's 
obvious talent behind the making of it too because i mean look at all the other there's a ton of indie movies and like well and even horror films where i mean it doesn't turn out nearly as good even if the (laughs) cast and crew want it to be you know this is one of these weird ones where it's like like it's good watch it but uh, i don't have a ton else to say about this it's pretty short there's not a lot of technical stuff to cover either i mean it's you know mostly from a handheld well half from like a handheld and half just kind of low budget indie drama which isn't like bad you know you know it's a good plot good story good elements in there kind of feels like a cinematic uh, documentary a bit too i need to see more japanese like horror yeah me too i like the grudge so far from what i've seen but or whatever it's actually called john huan or something like that i've seen the ring i saw the american version of the ring i think though not the japanese version same Hmm, well, do we have anything else about this one? Are we ready for some overall presentation on it? I was thinking, and I would like to see more in, like, this series. They should make a series out of this, of, like, them making a low-budget movie, and then all the crazy hijinks that they have to go through to make it work in one take. I would be down for a series like that. <laughs> Is it like like where they work through like different horror films or something? Yeah, like where they make or... different ones. It looks like they might be doing just like the horror B movie parts because I was looking on IMDb and they've done like a couple others, I think, but they're pretty short. So I think it's just the B movie part. I'd want like an actual thing where it goes behind the scenes again and. That'd be that'd be funny. I mean, it kind of lose the magic of the first one, I guess. But I think they can make some really good comedy stuff out of doing it like that. And I'd be down for it because they did such a good job with this one. And I liked everybody in the cast so much. I want to see more. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that, too. Yeah, just to like playing with the tropes and stuff, too, a little bit. And just that'd be fun. That'd be kind of, yeah, fun, like anthology series or something to do. They could even continue on some of the storylines they set up in this one, too. Like with the daughter going off to probably film school and things like that. Or see what this does for the director. That'd be cool. Who's got something else? Are we just hitting that overall presentation in our one cut? (laughs) Yeah, the one take recording. Uh, It's our tribute to the movie. Maybe, you know, maybe like a few phantom cuts here and there, you know, you never notice them. <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, talk about our scale. It goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it. In that order, we all give a little spiel about what we think about the movie. Then we try to rate it at the end and average out our scores, if at all possible. But yeah, that doesn't happen very often. But before we start, uh, you know, I was meeting with some producers the other day, actually, and... They're talking, and they're like, you know, we keep talking about this one-cut thing, and they're like, Terry, listen, podcasts that are just recorded and one take, no editing, it's all the rage right now. People want to see it. We've got our own network we're starting of podcasts that don't have a single take. And I was like, well, that seems (laughs) like a lot of work. Uh, (laughs) I don't know about this. But they're like... Wait, don't don't have a single take? No. Oh. Did I say something wrong? <laughs> you did. You know what I mean. No cuts in this recording. That's what they wanted. And I was like, listen, 
that's pretty far-fetched. Um, we love our editing here, but maybe we can compromise. Like, all right, all right, we'll let you on our network, but only if Mike goes first in your next review. Ooh. So <laughs> I was like, well, now that's something we can definitely do. We could probably do that. Yeah. You know, I really did enjoy this movie. It was fun to come into it knowing absolutely nothing about it and seeing how it unfolded story-wise and, you know, perspective-wise and all that stuff. And like you said, TV, there was a bunch of weird stuff in the, um, like, the original production of the one-cut zombie movie, but it's all answered, and it's kind of fun to see how they answer it. Um, I would buy this movie if I saw it somewhere um, because... I want to support these guys. They put a lot of passion and time into this, and it really shows that they cared about this a lot. And it was a treat to watch. I really enjoyed it. So buy it from Mike. Yeah, what a fun, wholesome movie. I mean, I kept waiting for something awful to happen the whole time, like the director <laughs> being accidentally murdered or something. I mean, <laughs> anything terrible, but it didn't ever happen. It all came together really nicely in the end, and I felt pretty warm and fuzzy afterwards. I don't know if I would, like, watch this a lot or again <laughs> in, like, the next decade. Um, but I would totally donate some dosh to the people who made this to make more. I'm going to give it a watch. I don't know if I'd own it, but like I said, totally want to support those indie guys. This one really did kind of blow my mind at first. I, like, paused my uh, TV to see. It's like, wait, this movie's not over yet, is it? This is weird. And then, yeah, it turns out there's like an hour left. Um, but it is, it's just such a crazy and cool idea. And they pull off really well. All the questions I have were answered. Anything that I thought was weird, it has some funny background behind it that they reveal in the later half. And it is just wholesome and nice and kind of warm and fuzzy feeling. Um, maybe not a great pick for our Halloween series, but you know what? <laughs> I'm still glad I watched it. I'm going to give it a buy it. I think, um, it is entertaining. It's fun. Like I said earlier though, uh, I would recommend going in without hearing anything. And, um, if you made it this far, well, oops, <laughs> without seeing it, it's fine. You should still go watch it anyways. Yeah, this is probably as close to a feel good movie that I would ever get. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't expecting that, um, but it was really nice. It was a good change of pace. It wasn't what I was expecting at all, but it turned out to be just a really solid piece of filmmaking that kind of is a commentary on filmmaking in general, but still manages to be a good drama with awesome characters and stuff, even in, like, I don't know, an hour of <laughs> of time to be with them when the actual film part if you cut out that or whatever it's just really really good very inspiring very funny just very well done this is a definite buy it from me and if you're a film fan you should watch this or show it to your friends who like film as well because they'll you're probably gonna love it and they'll love it too so this is like history. There's found footage in this, and Dan gave it a buy it. <laughs> he didn't even talk about the found footage aspect. Hang it's on. We don't got to talk about it. <laughs> it technically <laughs> isn't found footage. The first 30 minutes is, 30, 37 minutes is found footage. 
I wasn't even gonna bring it up. I was just gonna take the win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> call it good. I'm, I'm gonna say this: <laughs> this is not a found footage film, even though part of it you could argue it is. Even though like nobody actually interacts with the cameraman throughout. They do. The director yells at the camera guy and says, "You better keep rolling, no matter what." And he turns around. Well, I, I meant like the 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 Dane. The danger stuff, like the zombies or people going nuts, they just ignore the camera the whole time. Interesting. We, we didn't get there, but what, what was this? It was a bite. Yep, three bites and I'll watch it. One cut of the dead, buy it, from Run the Reel, in our Halloween series, even though we agreed it's not really... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd say it's like, it's a light Halloween movie, you know? Yeah. We got we did trick or treat early, so you can count that. Yeah, there you go. Just swap them. Here's a here's a new segment I just came up with to totally transition to something else. This is my Exorcist update. Oh, I have watched the second Exorcist movie. <laughs> Whoa, it's bad. Just so everybody knows. <laughs> Heretic. Yep. It's really weird. Um, James Earl Jones is in it, though. That's kind of cool. James Earl Jones is in it? Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh... It's weird, I guess. I don't know what he is exactly. (laughs) Sometimes he's a doctor. Sometimes he's, like, this weird, like, shaman guy sitting in his throne with, like, he can shoot leopards out of himself. Uh, It's strange. It's a really weird movie. It's very, like, ambitious, but... It's so all over the place that it just is so... It's, I was just sitting there going like, what is going on? Like the whole time I was watching it. And it is like two-ish hours long, which so it just... I would say it's not worth even checking out. But I will try to watch the third one and see how that is. Because I have heard that's good. That one's supposed to be good. Yeah, I hear people like that one. And I've been listening to the audiobook of The Exorcist. Oh, we got him all started on The Exorcist. Yep. <laughs> I'm going all in, boys. Nice. It's his next Hellraiser kick. It's the next mountain <laughs> I have to climb. Considerably less uh, movies. Yes. Thank goodness, yeah. But yeah, there you go. There's my Exorcist update. Nice. But if any of you listeners out there have any updates you want to give us, any uh opinions on the movies we watched did you like one cut of the dead did you not like it um let us know uh you can email us at run the real podcast at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook or twitter at run the real we want to know what you guys think about these movies what's your favorite halloween movies Ooh, it's the spooky season we need to know especially now that i have a void to fill because this does not count in my opinion (laughs) 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 give me some suggestions what are we doing next week boys you know, it took a lot of deliberation to pare my list down of horror movies I've yet to see, but I don't think I could ever not go with a Cronenberg, so mm. it's gonna be The Brood for me. The Brood. The Brood. brood. Beyond Fear. Beyond Terror. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds horrifying. <laughs> I think this will be my... My first Cronenberg film. Really? Did you watch The Fly? No, I have not seen The Fly. I've seen bits of it, but I've not seen it all. The Fly is so good. And you get to see uh, 
What's what's that guy's name? David uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Goldblum. I don't know why I said David, but you, yeah, that, and he has a shirt off. He's like ripped. He's so buff. You know, this is weird. Weird story time with Mike. But Ooh, like, I yes. was talking to this this girl on a dating app, and somehow we got talking about Jeff Goldblum. And I was talking about. I was like, "Have you seen The Fly?" And she was like, yeah. And I was like, he's so buff and he has his shirt off and that. She was like, why is every man obsessed with Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, you, you hit it right on the head there. I don't know why, but I am <laughs> obsessed with Jeff Goldblum. Why isn't everyone obsessed with Jeff Goldblum? What is this? Wow, I had considered that, but maybe I am obsessed. <laughs> I feel like the four of us are. He's a treasure. <laughs> is he the pinnacle? What every man wants to be. I'd be Jeff Goldblum if I could. <laughs> I need to watch more Cronenberg, though. I've only seen The Fly, I think. this. No, I saw uh, History of Violence as well, which was pretty good. So I need to see some of his classic stuff, though. Like The Brood. All right. Well, thanks for listening to us. Uh, I'm gonna One that. take. One cut. Leave it in there. I'll do it again. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us tonight, everybody. We really appreciate it. Be sure to tune in next week for The Brood. This is Run The Real, signing off. <laughs> We're not doing one 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 cut here i gotta clear my what (laughs) (laughs) improvise improvise um, nice weather we have here today (laughs) what are your hobbies